show. And we're wishing you a lovely Friday. Yes. Yeesh. Right before the holiday Friday. Are we going to record next Friday? Or wait. Oh, Next shit. Thursday. Is that Christmas Eve? No. It's like three days before Christmas. Oh, okay. I'm down. I'll be around. I'll be around too. Okay. I was thinking maybe next yeah. week we could do like a things we learned in 2022. Yeah, I'm into it. Something like that. Did I learn anything? I know. Like, <laughs> let's not think about it now. Anyways, I figured we could give like, we could do like a little just like end of the year kind of episode. Yeah, I like that. Gonna jump right into it, you guys. Literally, Michelle oh. made my dreams come true for my birthday. <laughs> Joe got Michelle to make me a note cake. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna rewind it back a little for you guys and tell you, like, set it all up. So, Michelle obviously makes great cakes. You know, she likes to do it as a hobby. Um, people always pressure her into they're like, you really need to start your own business, do this mm-hmm. because you're so fucking good at it. And she's like, no, I'm good. Just want to keep it as a side thing. Stop telling mm-hmm. me how to live my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, Michelle, I totally get it. So I told Joe, cause he's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm like, literally nothing. But I think I might ask Michelle to make me a note cake. That's all I really want. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that would be fun. Like, yeah, you should do that. And he was like, do you want me to reach out to her? And I said, no, I'll ask her. Cause I was really just going to be like, Michelle, can I pay you to make me a note cake? Like, uh-huh. let's do something fun. But then as time, you know, I just kept waiting. I was like, I'll text her tomorrow, text her tomorrow. And mm-hmm. then it was like week of, and I was like, yeah, it's definitely too late. And I'm not going to ask her. And then you were telling me how much stuff you have to do the week of my birthday. <laughs> and so secretly inside, I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't feel bad about not asking her. I was like, it worked out. It's fine. Yeah. So then it was my birthday and, you know, it was just low key. Did a little shopping, you know. Joe was like, "What do you? Where do you want to go out to eat?" And I, at first, I was like, "I want to go to on the border because it just makes me feel like I'm back in Kansas." I know it's really lame, but then we were already out, and I just didn't want to like have to go back and forth and like drop Raven off and then have to hurry back and like come back to her and all that stuff. So I told Joe, I was like, "I'm totally fine if we just go to the market and get stuff so we can make tacos and nachos oh and then nice. I can just hang out with you and Raven and mm-hmm. he was like okay so then we're at the store two seconds before you go into that I feel like your mic not might not be working I think so okay but well when I'm raising oh, my better. voice is that loud though not at all okay sorry guys had a little audio issue we're at the grocery store buying our stuff and whatnot and then I was just kind of like oh, um, I didn't get a cake. And I I just thought about briefly. I'm like, man, I don't really want one. And then mm-hmm. later that night, Joe was like, oh, shoot, I forgot to get you. Like, we should have grabbed you a cake. And I was like, man, it's all right. And he was like, what? No, you have to like blow out a candle. He was like, in a little bit, I'll probably go back to the store and get you a cake. And just like briefly, I thought, and I was like, man, Joe would really make my life if he's acting like he's going to get me a stop and shop <laughs> cake. But he took the initiative to ask Michelle for the note cake. Uh-huh. But then I was like, no, Sam, that's you putting too many expectations on someone else. Like if you wanted it, you should have done it. So I cut, I cut that cycle. I was like, nope, not doing it. And I was like, yeah, I'll be fine with whatever cake. And so he goes, comes back, whatever. And I was trying to get in the fridge and he's like, don't look in the fridge because I had them write something. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to look. And I didn't even Mm -hmm. really think about it. 
So then I'm like, all right, let's do the cake. And so he's like, all right, let's sit down and close your eyes. And I'm like, okay. And so I was also thinking he was going to scare me and put on like one of his horror masks because he's been ordering these fucking masks and literally he just got another one. And so I'm like, you better not fucking scare me because I will murder you. And so then he has me stand up and he's like recording. I could tell he's recording me because he's like, hang on. So then he sings me happy birthday. And then I like kind of open my hands over my eyes and I'm like scared because I'm like, what is it? And I'm like, are you going to scare me? And then I fucking look and it's this beautiful nope cake and I just immediately start crying and I was so (laughs) happy. I was like, oh my God, I love it so much. And I just, I had no idea. And I was just like, I was really pumped up to ask you to make me a nope cake, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't do it. I was like, I'm not going to dwell on it. But it was like the most amazing cake I've literally ever seen in my life. And I'm like, how do you fucking do this? And then Joe also showed me the picture that you like designed for the cake. And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't even think that's what you would do. Like I didn't yeah. process that that's how you do it to actually then design it on a cake yeah. like duh but I just didn't know that and so I was like oh my god like I want that picture too I'm gonna print it out and like just hang it up and I'm like this is so <laughs> amazing and it was just the best cake ever in my whole fucking life so on the top you guys she had it was like jean jacket with the little mm-hmm. kite flag out underneath him and I had a happy birthday, Sam. And then on each, well, it was a round cake, but on all of the sides, it had jupe, it had OJ, it had emerald, and it had Gordy. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is insane. Like, it was just so crazy. And so I was sending it to everyone and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, that's amazing. And my friend Todd and Steve, they were like asking me about the cake when they were mm-hmm. recording their podcast. And they were like, Michelle is literally so fucking talented. And I'm like, I know, like, that's the cake of why I get why Jake's mom is like, you need to be doing this. Like, yeah, I totally because it just seems like it comes so easy to you. And it's like, Mm. (laughs) maybe not, but Uh it just seems like you, I think, kind of enjoy it. Maybe you don't. But Mm -hmm. I'm just like, man, what a like an amazing talent to have to not like zone in on it. But I get Mm -hmm. it. But I'm just like, I'm going to tell Michelle she needs to start her own cake business. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you liked it a lot. It definitely, um, I didn't love it. I got to say, I didn't think. Yeah, because like based on like what I was thinking I could do and then based Mm -hmm. what I was actually able to do with like frosting, I was like, I like did, I started with Emerald's face and I like did it like a few times because I swear to God. And still, I think the final version of it still reminds me of this I think that they all look like um celebrity death match create like those little claymations not do you remember that oh I do but not <laughs> at all Michelle are you I was serious? like these look so janky I was no. I, I didn't think but I can see so, how you would think that because you're like an artist and all of that stuff but yeah no it looked amazing well thank you I'm glad you really liked it and then yeah when Joe reached out to me about it because I had already thought like, I'm n- probably not going to see Sam on her birthday because nothing, you know, like last year, I think you're yeah. like, oh, we're going to Kowloon or whatever. And nothing was coming up. And I was just like, 
well, whenever I see her next, like I'm going to make her a nope cake for her birthday. It'll probably be after the fact. Yeah. And in my head, I was just going to do uh, Gordy, like, you know, like a round cake with like the ears coming out and the hat and just like focus oh, on wow. him. Oh, yeah. And just make a Gordy cake. Like, remember the Dottie cake that I made? Yes. Like something like, like that. that, like straight on. Um, and so when Joe asked me, I was just like, okay, do you just want me to like nopify it or do you have something specific you were thinking? Cause if not, I was just going to do the Gordy cake. And cause I had already been kind of thinking about it and he goes, well, she really likes jean jacket and she likes the horses and she loves OJ and Kiki <laughs> and then also like Gordy. So, I mean, like whatever you could get on there. And I'm just like, so like the whole movie I guess I'll just put every character from the movie uh-huh. on there I was just like I mean that's just like so your guys' style anyway like yeah just that vibe and so I was like all right let me just try and figure out how I'm gonna do this um and it was fine but yeah like at the end of the day I'm never gonna do that because it doesn't financially make sense to do cakes it just doesn't and that's mm-hmm. why I always push back on people because you know, from start to finish, that probably took me about 12 hours. And it's like, I can't justify an $800 cake for an eight inch round cake. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. But I do like doing it for friends. So that is what I will continue to do. Like, it's just, I'm looking at pictures now. And I'm just honestly, so amazed by it. Like, when I first looked the way he had it lined up, it said, happy birthday, Sam. And OJ was like the first thing that I saw. And I was like, Oh my fucking Mm -hmm. God. And then I'm like seeing little characters on the side. And then I spin it and I'm like, (laughs) you, and I'm like, this is amazing. And then I spin it again. And I'm like, Oh my God. Emerald. And I'm like, yes. And then I'm like, Gordy, I literally was fucking dead. I think Jupe came out maybe the worst because he was like the first, after I got like, uh um kind of blocked with emeralds I went to jupe and then I was like figuring things out with him and then Mm -hmm. but I think emerald and OJ were good and I like Gordy but he doesn't look like Gordy from the movie he looks like those like tambourine monkeys Mm -hmm. like the crazy ones but it's still so good though well thank you it's I think it came out okay but no I like it in my mind's eye it was in my mind's eye it was different So then I was like, let me post this because Nope still like reshare stories of anything Nope related, obviously. Oh, yep. And so I'm like, let me tag the shit out of this cake. And then I'm going to, I still need to post like the video and tag or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, surely they're going to see this and be like, we need to repost it. And I hadn't seen anything like the whole day. Then it was night. I think it was the next day when it was like almost expired. And Michelle, or it was the night before. And you had texted me, you're like, Monkey Paw Production shared it. And I'm like, that's so amazing. And not only did they share one photo, they shared two. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is so amazing. Yeah, you you were smart because I just hashtagged it. And then I was just like, oh, that's fine. And then I saw your post and you actually like tagged the accounts. I was like, that's probably a smarter idea. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if you tag the photo, I don't think they get notified. It's yeah. like when you put it in the caption, that's when it'll send it to the inbox. Got it. But Joe was like, why hasn't Jordan Pill reached out to you guys yet? <laughs> <laughs> so then that night when I see the cake, you know, I'm just like, I wanted to get pictures of it, but it was dark in our apartment. Mm. And I'm like, 
I'm like, man, I really like don't want to eat it until tomorrow so I can get like some good photos of it. But the photos that I got the night of weren't bad at all. Yeah. Um, but I was like, can we wait, Joe? And he was like, it's fine. We can wait. So then we wait like a day and I'm just like, I don't know if I can honestly eat that cake. Like it is amazing. Oh. And I think someone even said like, um, am I going to like cover in resin and like see yeah. or whatever? Uh, so then finally I was like, all right, let's eat the cake. And so I told Joe, cause he fucking loves cake. And I'm like, all right, whose side did we eat first? So we ate, we ate like the sides to where nothing, it was just the sky. And yeah. then I was like, all right. I was like, I think it was Gordy and then mm-hmm. Jupe. And then now left is Emerald and OJ. And I was like, I told Joe, I was like, save OJ for last. And so he's been eating like just <laughs> around them. And it's like looking like a mess now. Oh um, my God. But I was like, Joe, you can like go ahead and eat the cake. You don't have to like uh-huh. save it. It's fine. Yeah. And he was like, no, we're going to freeze it. And then I was like, oh, my God, we're going to freeze the cake. And then I'm going to eat a bite of it when it's Nope's anniversary like they do with fucking wedding cakes. I don't know if I will, but it's the best thing ever. You're running out of time. I would say like seven days max with that cake. (laughs) I know. I told Joe, I was like, because he's been eating it. But I'm like, you got to get going because I don't want this cake to get bad. Is it good? Yeah. I like it and I was just shocked at all the layers because I was like oh it's a two layer cake but then I'm like no there's three or four I don't know it was crazy three well it was amazing and it like made my whole life yeah I wasn't sure if you actually ate it I was like I feel like she hasn't eaten it no I did I was like I have to (laughs) but it just made me so happy like knowing it was in my fridge every time I open up my fridge like just anything that I see nope related the movie mm-hmm. literally flashes from beginning to end in my head. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I just watch Nope in five seconds. <laughs> well, I'm glad. The whole point was to make you happy. So I'm glad yeah. that it accomplished that. Yay. If you guys haven't checked it out or seen it, you should look on Michelle's Instagram or mine. It's mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Yeah, it's out there. And yeah, I, I wish I got more pictures of it, too. But I like wrapped it up around like one or two. Mm-hmm. And I like, got the video and sent it to Joe. Then I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. And That's Joe it. was like, he's like, Jake helped too. And I was like, how? And he's like, he transported it. And I'm like, good yeah. job, Jake. Because <laughs> Joe had said, he was like, I can come up and get it and stuff. I was like, I'll just send it in with Jake. And that way mm-hmm. you just go to the shop to get it. What if Jake would have dropped it? No, he gets very, very like nervous about that too. And I guess he was like telling Joe, he was like, Joe, hold it like this and like strap it in and stuff. <laughs> and Joe's like, it'll be okay. Like I'm right around the block. And Jake was just like, okay. He was like, oh, God, I hope that cake makes it there. <laughs> yeah, it made it here safely. So, yeah, because I also told I told Joe, I was like, Joe, uh, Jake will be at the shop at 11 so you can go and pick it up then. And then I texted Joe and was like, all right, he's at the shop. You can go get it. He's like, oh, we're at the mall. So it'll be a few hours. And then I texted Jake. He's like, I don't want to be responsible for this cake. <laughs> I was like, put it in your car. I don't know. Do what you yeah. want. But he's not going to be there for a few. God, can you imagine just like a coworker just eating the cake and being like, cake in the break room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Sam. Don't know who you are, but the cake is good. Love it. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I would have kicked somebody in the face. But yeah, I'll still make you, maybe next year I'll make you the Gordy cake that I was thinking of. Oh my. No, I told Joe, I was like, it's going to be a nope cake until the day I die. Yeah. Yeah. Like on my on my tombstone, my cremations box, it better be nope related. <laughs> that's Same. all I'm saying <laughs> I mean I rewatched it to get into the mood to make the cake 
I was like, I mean, this is a fantastic movie, but I also don't understand how Sam has seen it like 40 times already. (laughs) So it's like just every the story is great. It looks beautiful. The idea of the UFO being spoiler alert, the monster. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's like he had all the right ingredients, I think. Yeah, because I'm like, if it was probably another girl that played Emerald, I would be like. I, it would knock it down a little bit if it was a different guy who played OJ, but it's like just everyone worked so good in it. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop right. talking about it. It was cast beautifully. Yeah. Speaking of baking, I still have right. a bunch more to go. Oh so my gosh. This Friday, we're going to Jake's old jobs Christmas work party because he still works there one day a week. So. We're doing that Friday and then Saturday the tattoo shop is having their Christmas party. And I said I would make cake uh cake cookies for that and mm-hmm. usually for people's gifts for the holidays I just make a bunch of cookies and like send them along. So I'm going to try and do all of that tomorrow for like all the friends and stuff and make little cookie packages. Um so I got that to do tomorrow. But now I'm like I think I'm going to make like close to like 10 dozen cookies. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Or more. No, no, no. I have to make like maybe 12 or 14. Is that overwhelming to you? Like what's the, what's your least Um, favorite of the process? And then your favorite of like just the whole, probably when you're done. (laughs) Cookies are, cookies are easy because it's just like batches and batches and batches. Um, And I only make three kinds. So I'm going to do a snickerdoodle blossom, which is like, have you seen the peanut butter? It has the little Hershey kiss in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually people do peanut butter cookie with it, but because I am allergic to peanuts, I like to do a snickerdoodle because a lot of people are allergic to peanuts. Mm -hmm. And I saw a video yesterday because I was looking at them um, and somebody did their peanut butter blossoms, but instead of they rolled it in sanding sugar, green and red. So it adds some color to it which I thought was a good idea. So I'm going to do that because you have to roll snickerdoodle cookies in cinnamon sugar. So I'm just Mm going to do three batches, like a white, a green and a red, just to add some color because the other cookies I make are gingerbread and then chocolate crinkle. So everything's like in that beige brown. What's a chocolate crinkle? A chocolate crinkle. It's like, it's a super fudgy chocolate cookie that you roll in powdered sugar. And then when it bakes, it like has the cracks. Yeah. So, I mean, that cookie looks like black and white, which is stunning to look at. And then the gingerbreads, I just do different shapes and I make um, like that egg white icing that hardens Mm -hmm. and I'll just like do like little simple designs. Um, But I think adding the red and green sanding sugar to the snickerdoodles will add some color because it's usually pretty brown and white across the board. All this holiday baking, now I want to bake treats. I it's just, fun. I just don't ever think of it. Yeah. But yeah. then I'm like, I need to do it, make it part of my holiday routine. Yeah. I think I just started doing it like a few years ago. Cause it's like, I'm, I, I just hate, I, I think I've talked about it before. I hate present shopping just for the sake of it. Cause it's what is expected for Christmas. It's like, mm-hmm. I like getting people birthday presents cause it's very specific person. But I don't like just getting shit for people just because I feel like I have to get them a present and then it's just trash. So like over the last few years, I've done more things like I'll make a cookie tin or I'll make like a batch of sangria, like a white and a red to send or, you know, stuff like that, like usable food Mm -hmm. items. I like that. Um, 
So yeah. So you'll be getting a tin of cookies as well. Oh shit. Um, I was hoping so. so. <laughs> You're on the list. Yay! I'm sure Joe will probably eat them all. Yeah. I like I like the trink the chocolate crinkle ones the best. Yeah. When I was younger, my grandy always did the holiday baking and I remember she would make fudge. She would do mm-hmm. like the Hershey Kiss cookie or whatever, but I don't think yeah. it was peanut butter and I think it was just a sugar cookie. Oh, yeah. And she would do like the red and green um sprinkle dusting on it. And then oh my gosh, my favorite was like the vanilla chocolate covered pretzels I fucking loved those so mm -hmm. good um and then also I have a very fond memory of my mom getting fruitcake from work she would get so much of it and I never liked it but it was just like it made me think of Christmas so I'm like Mm -hmm. let me look at it or let me take one bite and then be done with it yeah the panatones or like an actual fruitcake what's a panatone a panettone, like they're they're an Italian kind of fruit fruit cake bread, and they usually come in like a box, and you see them for sale everywhere. But it's more like it's less cake and more of a bread, but it has like the dried fruit in yes, it. The, that yeah. kind. Yeah, those. What's, what's I, the it's other all option? Gross. A fruit cake is more. It's like a spiced cake, and it usually comes like in a bunt shape, and it has like all the dried fruit in it, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit more cakey. Got it. No, yeah, yeah, definitely the more of like the, the loaf panatone. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're just like get like I feel like that has changed recently into the Frere Rochers because oh. like my mom used to come home with all of those fucking breads, the panatones, uh-huh. and then like slowly in like the last tenish years, yeah, she just gets like the gift packs of the Frere Rochers. Um, that became a big thing to get, or the the dank the dansk danks tin it's like the danish cookies that oh, come yeah, in that blue yeah. tin yep yeah the cherries for sure because i even got a box when we were out because i told joe i was like oh my god my mom used to eat these all the time like around mm. the holidays i have to get a box um but they're so good especially when you put them in the fridge or the freezer yeah but it's just I pretty like- sweet so only one is good Oh yeah, I don't like the the chocolate covered cherries. I definitely mm-hmm. like the Ferrero Rocher's. And then my mom used to get like those um, the orange chocolates, which I did not Ooh. like either. Mm-mm. I don't like an orange flavored chocolate. I don't either. It's disgusting. <sighs> but yeah, but then my mom would tell us stories about like when they were kids, like they would just get oranges and walnuts for Christmas, oh, and that was like their gift. <laughs> yes, I actually yeah, yeah like. I don't so we went to like a lot of churches because my mom was like trying to get me around like people and stuff like that and I remember no matter (laughs) what church it was girl no I was like going to church on Christmas Eve because I'm gonna get my little brown lunch sack with the little nuts that you have to have like a fucking saw to cut open yeah like I was just like this is so cool oh wow yeah I loved it yeah oh I forgot all about that I don't, I think it's just cause like, I'm a, you know, oranges are in season during that time. And I think it used to be like such an exotic treat to get an orange, Yeah. you know? I mean, like this was also, I'm, when I talk about my mom, it was like back in Portugal in like the seventies, sixties. So yeah, I'm sure an orange over there was just like, Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> it must uh, be, it must also be like a Catholic thing. If it was like, you were getting them at church. Well, I never went to a Catholic church, though. Oh, no? Okay, never mind. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think. No, it was like all different. I've been to so many churches of so many different religions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're well-versed. The last church I went to, though, well, they don't call it church, but um, was the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, how was that? Um, I mean, I a boy may have been the reason why I went, yeah, but yeah, then yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I mean, what else would it have been, obviously? Yeah. Sorry if there's any Jehovah's Witnesses listening. But um, it was fine because it was more, like, Christian-based, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but then I remember I learned that they're, like, oh, only 300,000 will make it to Jehovah's Kingdom. And I, me spiraling, I was like, <laughs> okay, well, like, is that number already picked? Because I yeah. went to like, I went Sundays, I went Wednesday nights, I did like little oh. studies, I went to go knock on the doors with everyone, <laughs> like, oh, it was, I could write a whole book about it. But anyway, holy shit. So I was like, obsessing about this number. I'm like, is it already picked? Like, do I have a chance to be that? And yeah. they're like, no, it's already picked. Like, so what does it matter li- then? They're like, more than likely, you're not in the 300,000. And I'm just like, so what is the point of trying yeah. to like be better if you're not? Yeah. In the- but they're like, well, you'll get, you'll, he'll save the 300,000, but then everyone eventually will make it back on paradise. And so I was like, well, when will like the Armageddon happen? Like, will I have time to grab my inhaler? Like, I was honestly so confused about it. And they were like, no, you won't need it. Like, cause Jehovah will heal your lungs. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but will I have time to wake up my mom? Like, what if we're not? Oh I, it God. really, yeah, it's, I, maybe that's where my spiraling starts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but then I remember I was just like, yeah, this is kind of weird. And just yeah. all the, my favorite part though, was like, all of the kids like you couldn't date unless you were really serious Uh that the person you were going to date was going to be your husband or wife and like all the they weren't kids they were like teens so everyone was so cute like the girls the guys and so it would just make it even more like tempting to be like oh my god like let's all hang out yeah let's all get married seriously like your hormones and shit but then like you realized everyone's parents were like alcoholics, had issues, but yeah. then they would be like so different um, come Sunday. And I'm just like, this is weird. And then obviously wow. you can't celebrate Halloween. And so they would like come by my door to pass <laughs> out the pamphlets on Halloween. And they would be like, oh, it looks like um, you're celebrating Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Jehovah who? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he is today. <laughs> I just love that also of all the holidays you can celebrate, you pick the one that people relate to like the devil's holiday. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember just... it's like, you can't say the pledge of allegiance, which yeah. obviously I feel like now people don't say it for several reasons, but like yeah. back then I would like be in high school and I'd be like, I'm not going to do it. And my teacher would be like, why aren't you doing it? And I'm like, because I'm a Jehovah's Because <laughs> I'm special, bitch. Oh my God. But then like, as I stopped going, because I realized like, this is not uh-huh. sitting well with me. Like they really made me feel like I was the devil or like, I yeah, was some course. like hussy. It was so weird. Oh, I feel like that they just don't, they don't have a good scam plan in place because if the 300,000 is already decided for, like that gives you less incentive to 
yeah, like buy into it. Cause it's like, okay, well it's a 50, 50 chance that I'm in or I'm out. So nothing yeah. I do will affect that. Or at least with Catholicism, they're like, well, you could be forgiven. So if you keep working at it, we might let you in. Mm-hmm. You got to have a good scam if you're going to do religion. Yeah. What would be the scam? I don't know. Is, is that you try to, you know, cause with Catholicism, it's like, if you repent, or confess to a priest you just have to do your penance and then you're pretty much clean slate again mm-hmm. so you always have a, a chance to write the, the ship yeah, and go that, back to it that's also wild to me in my mind and even yeah. like you couldn't um like I was part of the dance team and they were like you can't be dancing for your school because you're putting your school you're praising your school which is like a false god and I'm like, oh my God, what? And even yeah. like, they're like, you can't watch sports because it's like a false God. Like you can't really like be obsessed with celebrities or like singers. And I'm just like, what? Seems like that's my whole personality. That, exactly. <laughs> I obsess over celebrities. Okay. Celebrity yeah. crushes. All right. Um, uh, so yeah. You was... are the worst Jehovah's Witness I've ever met in my life. <laughs> baptized but I did I was pretty dedicated but then I was like yeah. Meh. I'm all set <laughs> there's a lot of things that are the only reason I'm living for that you're telling me I can't do so exactly. uh... and then until I until it was the next boy that I met that I became obsessed with then I was like I'm a BMX rider <laughs> <laughs> I'm a oh no park. <laughs> are you like um a girlfriend chameleon you know I it was, it only happened twice, but I will okay. say I'm not, but I remember I had a friend who she did the exact same thing and she tried to call me out and I'm like, I am. And she was like, yeah, it was Jehovah witness with this. And now like you're into BMXing with this person, but I'm just like, it's new hobbies. Like I like yeah. learning, like I spiral about things. I do become obsessed with things. Like I'm learning. Let me live my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. So, so what? I might break my neck trying to do a willy or something. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, as long as you were actually into doing it and not just doing it for him. Oh then yeah, that's fine. no, yeah. like even I would do it by myself. Like yeah, hang out with my own friends on my little. Oh no, bike. that's cool then. That's yeah. cool. But anyway, yeah. well, now that you guys know everything about me, <laughs> <laughs> might explain a little more. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't, I know that you told me that your ex-boyfriend was a Jehovah's Witness, but I didn't realize that you also entrenched yourself into it. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'll marry this guy. Don't fucking marry him. What else do I got to do? Exactly. <laughs> um. What else? What have you been um, watching? What have you been into? Okay, so I did want to tell you, I finally started watching Wednesday. I'm not done with it yet. Oh, okay. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm surprised, but I am surprised. I thought Joe would like it more than I did. Not that I would hate it, but, you know, I'd be like, yeah, it's whatever. But yeah. it's the opposite. Like, I, I'm more into it than he is. And it's really like uh, Harry Potter, but for like spooky mm-hmm. things. Like, I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, I enjoy it too. Very much for that aspect too of it where it's like they're all at like this boarding school with the teams and mm-hmm. I do like it. I do like it. Did you finish it? I did, but I'm I started rewatching it with Jake and we're like halfway through and I realized that 
we stopped watching it like probably a week ago and mm-hmm. it came up on my feed last night and I was like, oh, we got to finish because um, Fred Armisen, did you finish it or no? No, but I didn't realize okay. Fred was in it. I was like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. I know. And I this isn't him. a spoiler, but he ends up coming in as Uncle Fester and I just love him. We love anything that whenever he pops up in something, it's like, I fucking love this so much. Mm-hmm. And so um, in like the trailer or something or like uh, later in the season preview, like Jake saw that he was in it. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's like, really? It's amazing. So yeah. um, we got to restart it because I Jake is whatever about it, but he's going to like those episodes. Yeah. He's like, I'll make it through just to watch Fred. Yeah. My favorite thing, though, is Thing. Like, I'm obsessed with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just He's like, good. I want a thing. He's like a little dog. Mm-hmm. So cute. And I love the fact that they went with, like, the real hands and not, yeah, like, a CGI. Yeah, so cool. Yep. Yeah. It's good stuff. I mean, yeah. aesthetically, I love to look at it. You know, mm-hmm. it's the storylines are a little too much dramatic teenager for me, but also I know that's what it is. So I'm not. You know, yeah, I hate not like what the fuck. No, like I, I don't know if you watch White Lotus, do you? Mm-hmm. No, but no. I need to. It's really, really good. I really love it. But I just saw earlier when I was scrolling, like a headline, like I wish White Lotus wasn't a murder mystery, and it's like that's like half of the show. Like, stop trying to make things that are one thing different because you think it might be a little bit better. Like, enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, what they're pres they are presenting you something you are not paying into it you are just using your time to watch it so Mm -hmm. let them present the story the way the writers the director like all these people worked really hard about and maybe don't be like well if they did it this way it'd be so much better it's like okay fucking like armchair quarterback yeah that's I 100% agree that's how I feel especially when it well with anything but Mm-hmm. I feel like horror fans are so um, harsh and it's just yeah. unnecessary. And it's like, they'll literally shred a movie because it's not what they want it to be. And I'm like, just enjoy it for what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you fucking go start a production company, you write a script and then you can bitch about something. Yeah. And I tell Joe that all the time. <laughs> and he's like, well, I can, he's like, it's like art. Like I can still critique it. And I'm like, no yeah. one's asking you to critique it. <laughs> Like they're literally just like, they're like, this is my art. Yeah. I don't care what you think of it. Yeah. Well, they don't. And that at the end of the day is what is good about it. But it's like, and you can critique it. And I love having discussions about things and of what course. I like, what I don't like, yada, yada. But when people are just like, Shitty you know, it. you should do it this way. And it's the complete antithesis of like what it is, is it's like, what are you even talking about? Like, yeah, just let it be what it is. I watched Joe and I started watching Don't Pick Up the Phone. Yeah, I just saw that pop up on Netflix. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Okay, I maybe I missed it, but I feel like they definitely should put some kind of trigger warning on that. Like, I felt so sick and I, my, uh, I was crying. I was like, this is crazy. Like, they show the main girl that... Uh-huh that I think the worst happened to her but they show like the actual footage they blur stuff out but I was I told Joe I was like why are they showing this and he's like you already know what's gonna happen and I'm like yeah but I wasn't prepared for it like I feel like they should have warned me and I'm like this is very like triggering like this is crazy to me yeah and uh should we 
let's do a little preface because if people didn't listen oh, yeah, to last bad. week's episode. So I guess if you guys didn't listen to last week, we were talking about the case um, where it was this guy, he would call different fast food restaurants and pretend that he was a police officer. And he would say, hey, I got a report from a customer mm-hmm. said that one of your employees stole $50 from them. I need you to strip search them. And so he would give very generic details like, oh, she's under, she's around five feet brown hair. And so the manager mm-hmm. would pull whoever looks close to that in the back room. And this guy would just talk them through doing a strip search, like spreading apart their buttocks, like all oh. sorts of stuff. And the worst one I believe was, so he's talking to a manager of, mcdonald's and this poor girl she's 18 years old they strip search her so then she's like naked she has an apron covering her somehow she's like the manager's like i have to get back to my shift like we're busy and so the guy on the phone is like do you have a trusted man that could watch her and continue this and so the manager has her fiance come in i just it's so bizarre fiance's on the phone the prank caller guy is, ends up talking him to put the girl over his lap to spank Ugh. her ass to force her to give him oral. It Ugh. is just so fucked up. Like I, so yeah, that's what we're talking about. So this went on for like ten plus years because at the time that it happened, it was like in the late nineties, early two thousands. He would use pay phones. He also used calling cards. No one really dove into this to connect everything except for this one officer that ended up knowing the girl I was just talking about. It was his neighbor. And so when he saw that, he was like, I have to figure this out. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And we were talking about the movie uh, version of it, Compliance, last year last year last episode and did you know was this documentary already out by then or did this um did you know it was coming the The, netflix documentary yeah but i had seen compliance a while ago and then i saw i got an email and netflix was like this is coming and so then i told joe i'm like we have to watch it because it's gonna be like them talking about it it literally like popped up on my home feed yesterday. I was like, get the fuck out of town. We were just talking about this. Now there's a doc. Is it, yeah. um, is it a movie or a series? It's a series, but um, it's three parts. And okay. I feel like one part is like an hour. Then another one is 40 minutes. But I have, I kind of watched the last episode, but I mm-hmm. want to watch it again because Joe fell yeah. asleep. Three parts I can do. I just, and so also... Because I don't know how you talked about it, if you heard them talk about it, like with this case and everything, Mm -hmm. they went into the story or the experiment of how the person would, and I was like, who told me this story? I'm like, oh yeah, Michelle did. And I'm like- It's the Milgram, right? Yeah. How did you know about that? Because you read that, that that's why they said this happened. Um, because of the law and order episode, um, the guy that's calling is Robin Williams and he goes as, uh, you know, detective Milgram because of the experiment. And then, you know, they all like kind of connect it. Um, and I've heard of the experiment before, and I think I'm pretty sure on last week's episode, I was like, I, it's not coming to me, but it's like Mulgren or something like that. I said it wrong. Um, but then I looked it up after I was like, oh, it's Milgram. Yeah, it's. 
It's insane. And just like, I don't know. I'm like, where do you realize that something is not Mm -hmm. right here? Like, even with the manager I was speaking about, so the guy had her take this young girl's clothes and her car keys and put the clothes all the way in her car so she wouldn't even be able to like run out or anything like that and so after the fiance is doing all this stuff the girl the manager comes back in and they even say they don't know if she realized all of this stuff was happening because every time she came to the back room to get into the safe for money and stuff that they would just be apart really fast. And it was so sad, Michelle, because you see Mm. this poor girl, she's like nuzzling into her manager and she's just like crying and just like wanting to fucking get out of there. And the manager's just going along, fucking back out on the floor. Like, oh, thanks, Beyonce, for watching this naked 18-year-old. Like, cool. It just, it yeah, it truly does not make sense. I don't understand. Like, even Joe, I was like, I think they should be held responsible as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I, I don't know. But anyways, it's really like fucked up if you watch it. Yeah. So does the documentary, it it brings up that experiment? Yeah. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Because everyone, because people are like, obviously, like, why would you keep going on with this? Mm -hmm. But then there's another guy that, which I'm surprised he was interviewed and he was actually the manager that did the fucked up shit to the girl. Mm -hmm. And his lawyer was, was using that as an example of why people would get into this situation and maybe say that you wouldn't do it. But when you're there Mm -hmm. and it's like a control thing, like, yeah act a way that you you become someone that you're not Mm -hmm. normally yeah no it's also and I think this has actually been disproved that this actually happened uh but I think they called it the see this is it's like after the fact I'll know what I'm talking about but Kitty Genovese I want to say was her name in New York and they called it like the the Genovese syndrome that's going to be wrong but Bear with me and it's it sounds similar but it was like this woman that was being attacked in new york city and like her apartment complex like in the courtyard and every like so many people heard her screaming but everybody had the thought like well somebody else will call it in you know like i don't need to take i don't need to jump into this because somebody else will take care of it i think when they they just also put out a documentary about that recently and I think it was kind of debunked because I think multiple people did end up calling it in um but for the longest time everybody I think it was called like the Genovese thing because everybody just assumed somebody else will take care of it and therefore nobody helped or called it in mm-hmm. that's my biggest fear because even, like there are people who will put their life on the line and like step mm-hmm. in and help someone but it's the videos that I see when like literally people are getting jumped on the subway or like a woman's getting assaulted by some guy and people see it, but they don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That shit freaks me out. Yeah. That happens all the time. Cause everyone's like, I'm just minding my own business. Like yeah. I don't want any trouble. Yeah. I don't like it. No. Okay. So I think 
I'll probably watch that because I saw it pop up and I was like oh shit like I gotta watch this we were yeah just talking about it <laughs> yeah we watched the finale of White Lotus which was great um okay so I've... what's the buzz with this show because I see people talking about it all mm-hmm. the time it's weird because like I heard everybody talking about it last year but we didn't and I kept telling Jake like oh do you want to start this because I hear good things but I actually don't know what it's about at all but I think it's like an absurd drama comedy thing which is like right up my alley um and we watched it and it's very it's so weird because each season starts with like they found a body so like you know and then it like rewinds like -hmm. to the beginning of the vacation and they all take place at like a very high-end resort where you know you follow the lives the vacation lives of several different privileged people and families and couples and stuff and how they all interact with each other how they all interact with like the service people and not actually like a lot happens in the chunk of the show it's just kind of like just conversations that people have with each other and like trying to understand like what they mean by it and it's Mm -hmm. very like in the minutiae and especially with this season um like uh they put a lot of easter eggs and like the artwork and stuff in the background that are all like you know italian renaissance pictures and stuff um so it's like a fun show for people that like to try and guess what's gonna happen based on like all the easter eggs and stuff um And people always have like crazy theories because throughout the whole season two, you're still trying to figure out like which one of these people is going to be the dead body from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting. They just wrapped or they just finished season two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So is it the same people each season? No. So they only brought one character from the first season that is now vacationing at this one. And it's Jennifer Coolidge's character, Tanya, who I... Jennifer Coolidge is just one of my favorite people ever in the world. Mm -hmm. There's never been a thing that she's in that I just don't just gravitate and just want to watch her. Like, I think the first time I ever saw her was in Best of Show, where it's like the dog competition. And it's her and uh, Jennifer Lynch. And Jennifer Lynch is like this lesbian dog trainer that is... uh, um, that is being brought on by like this super wealthy, like oblivious Jennifer Coolidge, but like maybe they have a romance and Jennifer oh. Coolidge is like married to like this a hundred year old guy in a wheelchair. So she's oh. like an Anna Nicole Smith type character. Yeah. I just love her. Um, but anyway, so she did so great in the first season. They were like, all right, well, Tanya's going to go on vacation again and she's going to be in Sicily this season. So people don't know if like maybe he'll take one of the characters from this season and bring them to the next one. Um, okay. Because- I, when I, sorry, whenever I see the trailer, I always see Aubrey Plaza, Plaza. in it. Is yeah. she in the first or the second? Second. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one was set in Hawaii. It's mm-hmm. like the White Lotus is the name of the resort, and they have like different resorts around the country, Locations, but it's like, you yeah. know, five star high end. Um, so that one was in Hawaii. This one was in Sicily. And I think I saw like rumors that the next one is going to be somewhere in Asia. So maybe like a Thailand or something like that. Hmm. Is it Showtime or HBO? HBO. Okay. It's good. I like it. Watch. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's very subtle black comedy when it is mm-hmm. comedic. And then 
it's like a drama in the first season my favorite like storyline was this family with steve's on what's her face connie brighton sydney sweeney from euphoria and then her friend paul in the show i don't recognize her from something else um but that whole family dynamic was Steve Zahn is just also just so funny to me. Because I just see everyone talking about that show and I'm like, what mm-hmm. the heck am I missing out on? It's definitely one of those like sleeper series that it was like euphoria. Like I would hear like rumblings and then finally when it just like broke and it's all anybody would talk about, I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch euphoria now. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you've been watching? No, not this week, but I don't think that I told you that I finally watched Don't Worry Darling. Like a few oh, weeks back. Okay. Have you so, watched it? Mm-hmm. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you like it? I did like it, but mm-hmm. I was I was listening to Heather McDonald and she had spoiled the twist in it. So it wasn't uh, like as shocking to me. Yeah. And I will I just I did not like um I don't know. I felt like Florence carried the whole movie, which obviously oh. you're the main person, yeah. you know, but I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe it was the whole thing with Olivia Wilde that I was annoyed about, but. Yeah, I think all the drama that happened before it really did it at the service because I think it was a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Like, it's like a nice thriller, aesthetically super pleasing to like look at. And I liked the twist. Like I understood it. I believed it. It didn't seem far-fetched. I thought it was great, but I feel like all the noise that surrounded it made it so much worse. And I actually saw an article yesterday that I was reading Mm -hmm. saying, you know, people are up in arms against Olivia again because, yeah, because like the whole issue in the beginning, even without the Shia LaBeouf drama and all that kind of stuff was as soon as she started talking about the movie and promoting it, she just kept talking about like how she wants to make sex scenes great again. And like how it's about the female uh, orgasm and not about pleasuring men and stuff like that. And that's why everybody thought her and Florence were having issues. Cause then Florence, when she would do interviews would be like, I hate the fact that it's being reduced to just the sex scenes of it. Like there's so mm-hmm. much about more about the movie. And so she was kind of like pushing back on like, why are you promoting it this way? And then Olivia just kept promoting it that way. Yeah. But now that a lot of people have seen it, a lot of people are just like, what the fuck is Olivia? Like, why is she even doing that? Because now that more, you know, most people know what the twist is and spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you what the twist is. So uh, the whole 50s aesthetic is a virtual uh, simulation. And pretty much the men go in and out of the virtual simulation to actually work and stuff. But what they've done is either kidnapped or put their wives in it. So the the wives, the women are completely um, stuck in it, like some against their will, some they want to be a part of it, but they are just not lifeless, but just um, stuck in a bed with their eyes wide open like stuck in this virtual reality and the men can come in and out but they're stuck in it Mm -hmm. and so um florence's character is like a well-to-do doctor with kind of a husband who's a loser and like lost (laughs) his job and then he becomes like infatuated with like this whole reality thing and because like she's like slowly pulling away from him he traps her in this 50s 
life where he's the breadwinner and she's the one that just cooks and whatever. Everyone is upset again because Olivia's whole thing like this is about the female orgasm and wow, Harry Styles is going to eat out like fucking Florence a few times. Like it's going to be cool. And everybody's like, okay, but with the twist added to it, she's just being raped in those scenes. So what the fuck, you know, like, it's not like she was consenting to that because her actual real life and real body is stuck here on earth. (laughs) And she is just being uh, manipulated. Interesting. I didn't even think of that. I just thought you were going to say people are just like, there wasn't even that much like sex scenes in it. Like maybe twice he went down on her, but she's like wearing a dress. So it's not as dramatic or like sexy or Mm -hmm. horny, whatever she was trying to make it sound, but I didn't even, I wasn't going down that road and you took me left. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So people are like, why are you even like pushing that aspect of it? Because once you finally like finish the movie, you realize that she didn't have a say in that whole life. And so Mm -hmm. therefore she's being raped in those scenes. Man. So has she said anything about it? No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god. This, I am so sick of this movie. Like just hearing every <laughs> it's like it wasn't even it was a good movie, but I feel like yeah. if you watch Black Mirror, it's nothing compared to Black. It's like if you would have done it before Black Mirror came out, it yeah. would have been a shocker. But yeah. it was like, okay, well. Yeah, know? it's like it's like Black Mirror Light. And it just I think I think people would have really liked it if there wasn't all this other fucking chaos happening with it, you know? Right. Well, I feel like either way, Olivia Wilde's like, well, at least you guys are talking about my movie. I know. I mean, everyone probably saw it because of it, but yeah, I, I think it just made more people want to not like it because of mm-hmm. all of the shit going on with it. Yeah. Why would you promote it like that? Especially mm-hmm. when Florence was like, that's not what it's about. Yeah, it's, it's like even how those scenes were shot, it wasn't like it was just like, okay, that's what I don't get. I just think I think she's a little full of herself and just thinks she's doing more than she's doing. Do you remember that movie she was in where it was kind of like Frankenstein, where she died and then they brought her back to life or something? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, really? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know what that is. All right, never mind. Well, I didn't like her in that movie and I never enjoyed her. (laughs) I've never enjoyed any of her projects. (laughs) (laughs) And I've said that from the beginning. I think the only other thing I've actually seen her in was uh, Drinking Buddies. Oh, that was fine. Wasn't she? She was like the friend of the guy who had the girlfriend. Yeah, she was like the cool girl at work. Ain't no such thing. Wake up, everyone. Yeah, she was like, you know, like, uh, work husband, work wife, but they both had significant others, but there was definitely like some attraction and tension there. And then they all go on vacation together. And then their significant others kind of like hit it off a little bit. Um, And it's just like a weird vacation, where it's like, what is happening? But they end up with like each other's like they leave like that, right? Where it's like, guess this is our life leaving you for my friend. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but I think that they push it and then they realize like, oh, we actually aren't compatible. It's just this temptation thing, you know? Yeah. Temptation always makes you feel like you want things. But then when you wake up, it's like, what? (laughs) 
Well, I think in that one too, it's like they were very much alike. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they kept thinking like, we are exactly the same person. It would make sense, but it's like, you shouldn't. And like their significant others were like, they're stable people. And they were like, you know, more of the unstable person. It's like, you can't have two unstable people in one relationship. Somebody needs to be stable. Yeah. Someone has to be the anchor. Yeah. Let's wrap it up and let's Let's go ahead and do our let's not let's not be fooled if a cop calls on the phone to have you do something weird just call like the cop is gonna come to you if they're really a cop or looking into Uh it like let's not strip search people let's not do anything that will put us in jail or hurt Mm -hmm. the person okay it's we I just don't my brain still doesn't understand no just say feel free to come in and present yourself in person and then maybe I'll take you seriously and also like granted probably not a lot of the fast food places had cameras on the main floor like in the lobby Mm -hmm. but they all had cameras in the back room but I'm like some of them probably had cameras in the lobby so I would just be like I'll watch back the tape I don't need to yeah have my employee strip like strip their clothes off so weird it just it's it's so bizarre um also wait real quick just to mm -hmm. give you a little something to look forward to to get frustrated about so when they finally like try to take this to court go to trial they tell the girl that why didn't she just walk out of the room they try to they try a little to spin it around like if you felt on you her in danger, why didn't you walk out after you? Okay, just watch it, guys. I hate everybody. Let's not. This is going to go down the Olivia Wilde path. Let's not Ooh. try to tout ourselves as like the progressive new feminist, like a uh, savior for everybody. If If people claim that you are, sure. But like, don't go around acting like, you're the coolest, most progressive thing since sliced bread and you're making like a huge difference when it all gets fucking found out that you're not, that you're kind of the opposite of that because it's going to get found out. I don't know why anybody thinks they can be like, this isn't really like scamming, but it's, it's scamming light where it's Mm -hmm. like, just stop. You can't lie in this day and age. People on the internet will just go and search through your life because they have nothing better to do for a night Mm -hmm. and just figure it out so just you know chill out we hope you enjoyed this episode Mm -hmm. definitely check out don't pick up the phone it's on netflix but be prepared okay yeah and check out white lotus if you haven't it's good stuff yeah 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 thanks for listening we'll love you next week bye bye